Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, as we take a moment here this morning to hear your word, we pray that you may help us to truly hear your word. Guide us in our understanding, guide us in our knowing, and guide us in our lives that the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts here this morning be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our God, our rock, our creator, our redeemer, and our sustainer. Amen. Well, it is certainly good to see all of you all here again this morning. Uh, it does feel like it's been much longer than two Sundays since we last gathered together. Uh, but that, be, that could be, I think, because it was such a long week, wasn't it? I mean, it really felt like it was much longer than a week. Am I the only one that feels this way? No. I, I think... I think that it has to do with how everything was just so jumbled and, and messed up this week. Everything was closed on Sunday. We got, what, half a foot of snow on, on Sunday, and it shut down the whole city. And then we had a nice day on Tuesday, and then another, another half a foot of snow on Wednesday, and everything was shut down again. Oh, there is just something about your routine being thrown off in that way that just gets you in a bit of a dither, doesn't it? For me, personally, it was all compounded by the fact that uh, the Friday before that big snowstorm, Kenny was up all night with an ear infection and then stayed home from preschool on Friday. And then I had an all-day committee on ministry meeting out at Camp Calvin Crest on Saturday. And then each of those days that school was canceled on Monday and Wednesday, Kenny's preschool was canceled. And so I was stuck in the house with a rambunctious three-year-old. <laughs> That wouldn't take a nap. And then, well, okay, I'll just say it. I've been tired, y'all. <laughs> I, I have been tired. I was tired in the way that can only really be described by the image that pops in my mind from one of Kenny's Thomas the Train movies. There's this movie where there's Steven, the engine, and he gets stuck in an abandoned mine and spends all night huffing around the mine looking for an exit until he runs out of coal and runs out of steam and he huffs to a stop saying, I can't move another inch and shuts down with a big sigh of the remaining steam that comes out of his funnel. Now I'm not sharing this with you all to complain uh, and I'll confess that I've only had a minor case of this kind of tiredness but I'm sharing this with you all because I know that you can relate. I know that you can relate. Now, you may not have had uh, a three-year-old up with an ear infection the same week as a car breakdown, your dog cracking your computer screen in three snow days. I'm tired, y'all. But you've had your moments. You've had your days. You've had your weeks. You've had your seemingly unending periods of time when you are just so tired. I'm talking about more than a lack of sleep here, folks. I'm talking about those times when the blows just seem to keep on coming in your life and don't seem to stop. It's when you're overwhelmed, maybe by lack of sleep, but other things too, like loss, grief, anxiety, worry, health issues, job security issues, family problems, doubt, fear, stress, and you just feel tired. And when you're tired like this, it goes beyond the physical. 
You're physically tired when all this stuff is coming at you, but you're mentally and emotionally tired as well. It's like what it's what I like to refer to as being soul tired. Your soul is tired. And when you're soul tired, you're just so tired that you feel like you're running out of steam and you just start to shut down. You're so tired that you just don't think you can do any more than what you're already doing. And sometimes you're just so tired that you don't know if you can continue doing the things that you're doing now. You're just so, so, so tired. Do y'all know what I mean? We've all been there. Because this can and does happen to everyone. It can and does happen to everyone. It's not a matter of age. It's not a matter of strength. It's not a matter of endurance. It's not a matter of being stronger than anyone else. We all deal with this. As Isaiah said, even youths will grow faint and weary. Even the young will stumble and fall. We all experience times in our life and situations and circumstances that just make us soul tired. But we are promised that God, we are promised that God will lift us up. We are promised that God will give us strength to continue on, to have strength to run and not be worried, not just walk, but run to go and continue on and and be and do with strength and energy and purpose. I know this to be true in my own life because the times when I have been the most, most, most tired, I know that it has been God that has kept me going. Even when I was angry, even when I was questioning, even when I was doubting, it was God who gave me the strength to get up out of bed and ask those questions and get into those debates with God. And it was God who pulled me out and gave me the strength to keep on going, lifting me up and pushing me on. God gives us the strength when we just can't. God gives us the strength to not just walk, but run when we are so, so weary. But for me, that brings up the question, why? Why? Why would God not just simply simply comfort us? Why would God not simply say, I know you're tired, here's a little bit of rest. Why would God lift us up and give us the strength to keep on going and not just comfort us in times of of weariness and trial? Why would God strengthen and lift us up and give us the feet and the energy to not just walk but run? Why does God not just comfort? God does comfort, but why does God not just comfort but give us strength? And make us strong. I think the answer is is in that wonderful gospel passage that we read here today of Simon's mother-in-law. Jesus and his disciples leave the synagogue where Jesus had been teaching and doing good things and healing. And they enter into Simon and Andrew's house. And Simon's mother-in-law is down with a fever and she is weak and she is without strength. She's literally embodying the kind of weakness that soul tired brings on where you just can't continue on. She can't get up. She can't 
do anything. She is weak. She is tired. And Jesus comes and holds her hand, literally lifts her up, and she's given the strength to get up. He gives her the strength to move. He gives her the strength to get up and serve. Now, I'll confess that uh, as, as a woman, I, I struggle with the, the scripture passage a little bit here because to me, I'm like, why, you know, why not just let her rest? Why not just let Simon's mother-in-law get a little bit of rest and let the men make their own meal? <laughs> why does she have to get up and immediately serve the men their food? I struggle with that a little bit there, but I... The reality of the culture and the place and the time was that the woman of the house, as the woman of the house, she felt called to serve and serve and to serve as a host for any guest who came to her home. It wasn't about serving, it was about caring for. It was about showing and extending genuine hospitality and welcoming in the guest and the stranger. It was about showing love and care and concern for those whom had come to her. It was about the calling that she had in her life. Jesus gave her the strength to get up and to fulfill that which she felt called to do in her life. And ultimately, I think that this is why God doesn't just comfort us when we are tired and weak, but gives us strength instead. Because we are given the strength to get up and to go. We are given the strength to get up and to follow. We are given the strength to walk and run into what it is that God has called us to do. We are given the strength to follow where he leads. I think that it's the same thing as God equipping us with all the other gifts and talents and skills necessary to fulfill the calling that God's given us in our lives. If God has called us to speak, then God gives us the words. If God has called us to build, then God gives us the tools. If God calls us to go, God God gives us the strength. God gives us the strength to continue on, to rise up and to do what it is that we are called to do. And as we do so, We grow stronger and stronger and we are healed of that which makes us tired because it is in following and fulfilling that call that God gives to us that we are are not only made strong, but those places of loss and grief are healed over. Those places of worry and anxiety are built up because as we serve God, we come to trust in God and God's care more and more. In following God's call on our lives, we are given, uh, in, in God giving us the strength to follow the call that God's given unto our lives, we are actually building more and more strength. And so God lifts us up in more than one ways. And so whether it is to keep walking and working and serving even when we are bone and soul tired, whether it is the strength and the voice to speak, the truth to power in the halls of justice, 
whether it is to love and to serve and to care for the least of these, the forgotten and the abandoned and the lonely. Whatever it is, God gives us, each and every one of us, tasks and calls to do and to fulfill, and God gives us what it is that we need to do and to fulfill those things. And so when we are weak and weary, the Lord shall renew our strength. We shall be mounted up with wings like eagles. We shall run and not be weary. We shall walk and not faint. For God gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. God equips us, strengthens us, and gives us what we need to heal, to grow strong, to follow, to serve and to love. Sisters and brothers, in great thanksgiving for all that God does in us and for us and all that God calls us and equips us to do, let us take a moment and lift up our prayers to the Lord our God. Gracious and loving God, we thank you that you have called us we thank you that you have led us. We thank you that you have given us tasks to do, and we thank you that you equip us. We thank you that when we are weak, you give us strength. We thank you that you comfort us and also push us forward. We thank you that you give us purpose. We thank you that you give us life. We ask that you continue to help us to see your will and your way for us as your people. We ask that you help us to trust in all that you call us to. We ask that you help us to have the courage to go where you lead, to follow in your paths and in your ways. Lead us, teach us, guide us, show us your will, show us your way and lead us, strengthen us, give us hope and courage this and every day. Amen.